Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Chief and this week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. Uh, I'm the Chief, and I think the Phillies fans might have saved their own season. Uh-huh. We'll see. And I am the Champ, and welcome back to our podcast, where we ponder life's deepest questions, like, why do we press harder on the remote control when we know the batteries are weak? Stay tuned as we dive into the mysteries of modern laziness. <laughs> so can I can I comment on that? Yes, please. Right. So if I'm like sitting on the couch, like watching something, and I'm trying to click back and forth to games or whatever, and I know that the batteries are low, instead of getting up, I will take the back off. And I found that if you just spin them a little bit and then put the backpack on, it seems to work. I get to spy the batteries a little bit. But by the way, you're absolutely right. And let me give you the background of that. The science? Um, uh, no, that, that, that whole open that I just gave you. Okay. Because you had me intrigued last week uh, with chat GPT. Right? Oh, right. So I went on there, and my, my question to them was, or my request was, give me a cold open joke for a podcast. <laughs> So I, I just read I just read verbatim what they said. Awesome. <laughs> and the beauty of it is is no one knows how to cite that right now. Like who is that attributed to? Like it's not yours. It's it's not your intellectual uh oh you know, you don't intellectually own that. No. <laughs> Who's it belong to? I, I don't I don't know. Well, it's mine now. Whatever. <laughs> right. Well, now it's on the open air. It's yours. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I own it. So that's that's, um, that's great. You type that in exactly like that, and that's what spit out? It's yeah, awesome. I said, give me a cold open joke for a podcast, and that's that, that's the open it gave me. So, yeah. All right. So, so, so there you have it, world. <laughs> What's going on with your Phillies? Well, they were struggling a little bit, you know, the end of July, and, and Turner was just not – it just looked like he was going to have a bad year on a new team after signing a huge deal, and it just that doesn't sit well in in this type of city, right? Um, and they uh, the fans booed him at one point, and then there was a like a social media um, like banning together of fans and. The, I think a night or so after they booed him, when he got up, they gave him a standing ovation. And he, I think he, I heard that. He, he has started to come out of a slump. He's playing much better defense. He's he, I think he's hit more home runs since that standing ovation than he did the previous two months. Now, and, and not that home runs is an indicator, but home runs is an indicator of uh, you're certainly seeing the ball and hitting it well. Um, and he, his average is up. His OPS has significantly increased. Uh which which probably helps the Bearcats a lot <laughs> since since when he traded for him he really didn't he didn't come out of the gate after the All Star break really you know really doing much in fact he was striking out a lot um, yeah and and then he Turner bought billboards uh, a couple places in the city it says thank you Philly with him on it with you know tipping his cap and um, and they've been they've been red hot their offense is is really it's really kicked in a little bit, and it, it might have saved their season. It, it might have pushed them over the top where they're going to, you know, they're going to make the playoffs, and 
and see what happens when you get into the wild card round. Well, a, a couple of things, no, um, observations here. Number one, um, you're telling me that people banded together on social media for actual good as opposed to, uh, you know, banding together about something bad or hate or something like that. That's good for them. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was good to see. Now, you know, now the guy's like a rock star here. And, yeah. and uh, you know, that it's self-confidence, man. I don't care if you make $300 million. You're, he's a professional, and he's probably feeling bad about not performing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and the second thing about getting hot, it helps if you're playing the Cardinals. <laughs> it does, but it helps that you just beat their brains in like you should. Mm. Right? Yeah. You walk yeah. away with a pretty I, good sweep. I, I, I would think, I would think, and we can talk about this when we get into the uh, uh, talk about MLB and the standings, but the path is pretty clear for, for the Phillies. They would have to do something catastrophic to, uh, to not make the playoffs at this point. Yeah, and it and I think this year, obviously they're not catching the Braves, but this year they need that home series, like they're good enough where they need to finish in that first wild card spot so they get the home. Yeah, home so let's talk about that when we get to the standings. Okay, all right, um, all right. Let, let's. Uh, we, we had some fab again on Saturday night. Uh, six teams, ten players. Yes, Is that what it was. We'll start with yes. uh, Stabman. He, he drops Andrew Chafin. Um, I guess he's not getting any time. And Milwaukee picks up Emmett Sheehan uh, for the Dodgers. Do you know anything about Sheehan? Uh, he was a heralded, or still is a heralded rookie for uh, for the Dodgers. And, and, and I want to say that he was owned previously this year um, by the Sewerhawks, wasn't he? Okay, yeah. He I, picked I, up. I thought his name was kicked around before, yes. Um, Stabman also pick up. Uh, Richard Palacios for the cards? Uh, yeah, actually, I was outbid there. <laughs> oh, two bucks? <laughs> for Richard Palacios. Oh, my gosh, what's happened? Yeah, and tough luck, uh, Tony Gonsolin's out for the year again. Yeah. That's that's a shame. Uh, Statman also pick up Paul DeJong. I guess he got cut. DeJong, from the, yeah. DeJong, he got cut from the Blue Jays. Is that what yeah. happened? Yeah, Okay. Yeah, and now he's plying his trade in San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, and I guess the only reason he's there because their their shortstop got hurt, and they, you know, they need another guy. Yeah, Luciano, yeah. Uh, uh, who was picked up a couple weeks earlier, um, one of their prospects got got hurt again, and I guess the Brandon Crawford show is pretty much coming to an end. Yeah, which he had a good run though, right? He really did. Yeah, he had a good run. All right, we'll go to you, Jojo Romero, who I think used to be a Philly. Yes, correct. He yeah. came over in the um, – oh, gosh, who's the, uh, the the third baseman for the Phillies now from the Cardinals? I came over. Uh, um, yeah, I know you. Why know. am I forgetting his name? Yeah. He's, he played shortstop for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good – anyway, that's where he came from. Uh, he dropped Michael Fulmer. Edmundo Sosa. Yeah, Sosa. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, is Romero getting any playing time? Yeah, he's pretty much their closer now. Okay, good for him. All right. Yeah, because yeah, Helsey's out. I mean, he's not coming yeah. back. I, I don't think he's coming back. Um, I'm sorry, say again? Ryan Helsley. He's not, oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's, there, there's no point There's no point in forcing it other than maybe a few games to test your arm out toward the end of the season. I mean, yeah. I unfortunately, I, I, I thought the Cardinals weren't going to finish. This is going to be their first, last place finish since 1920-something. It's, it's, it's bad. 
Is that what it is? 1920s? Yeah. It's been like 100 years since they finished last. Even in the 70s, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll check. I'll check that out. No, that's fine. I, I, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Um, you also pick up Mitch Hanniger, who is on his way back. <laughs> All right. So you ready for this? I'm hoping amongst Mitch Hanniger, Luis Matos, Austin Slater, and Jock Peterson, those four giant outfielders. Maybe I have one full outfielder. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I looked today. I'm like, what have I done? And, and you dropped Nick Ahmed. Yeah. I, I, you know what? He stayed on, my se- stayed on my roster the whole season without ever being called up. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's amazing, right? I wonder yeah. how many – you know what? I should probably look at that just, just for the hell of it. How many players – were on your reserve from the beginning of the season all the way through the end, never to have seen an at bat on and, the team. And you're not talking about minor leaguers that guys are stashing. You're you're talking about like major league players who play. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, then you also pick up uh, Carter Carter Kiboom. Kiboom. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, he should play every day, and, and you know why not? Yeah, why not take a chance? Yeah. Um, and that is all for you. Dropped down to the Bulls, Alex Call, who I dropped a couple weeks ago. Um, he was sent down, actually. Then he got called back up. He's, he's having a good resurgence here. Uh, Stone Garrett got, got hurt, and he's out for the year. Yeah. Yeah, that stinks. That's kind of the Bulls' luck here at the end. Yeah, but Alex Call's going to get some time, and he can steal some bases. He, his, he's going to hurt his OPS. That's the one issue with this guy. Um, that's the only guy he picked up. Dudes pick up Kyle Harrison for a dollar. Drop Adam Wainwright. Yeah, I actually, I actually lost out on a tiebreaker on Kyle Harrison. Okay. Um, that's all the dudes picked. We talked about the stab man. We talked about you. Hawks pick up Wade Meckler, outfitter for the Giants. Um, for two bucks, dropped Joe Kelly, who's feeling discomfort in his arm. Another Giants outfielder, huh? Yep. There's all, it's like <laughs> nine of them. And Gabe plays them all. So, so you, can't even, you can't even figure out what his strategy is. Um, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, talked about the stat, man. And the Lakers pick up Daniel Vogelbach. Uh, dropped Christian Pache, who's probably out. Uh, yeah, he, he. I don't know about Pache anyway. So, um yeah, Vogelbach. Vogelbach, as soon as I dropped him, he starts doing well, so whatever. Yeah, the, the big softball player. Um, there you go. Maybe he can knock some homers, pick up an OPS. Though sometimes he can hurt your OPS, too, because he goes through periods where he doesn't do anything. Um, all right, looking at the period standings, Seahawks, 79 and a half. Yikes. That's a, big, that's a big week, huh? Yeah, right? Yeah, the Lakers at 75 and a half. Wait, 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 wait a second here. Where are we here? I, I'm, I'm. Did I miss any? I'm all out of, I'm all out of sorts here. That was the end of the fab, right? See, it's the problem. We do it every other week. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I didn't click over to the buy period. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, Seahawks seventy nine and a half. Uh, Lakers seventy five and a half. Um, Seahawks had a 16, 16 and a half point difference from last week. Rebel Alliance keep cruising along. I'm not sure if he's aware, but his team's playing pretty well. <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, 
I just looked. He still has, what, 74 monkey points left in this fab season, which is by far and away uh, the most because the second most uh, points is Batman have yeah. $22 left to spend in fab. Okay. Um, and you and you and the, you and the Hawks are are out. All right. So the Statman have the second. Uh, actually, the Statman have the most. <laughs> unless yeah. Sam, unless Sam logs on. Um, uh, Bull yep. Bearcats and Bulls at sixty-seven and sixty-four respectively. They this is too late in the season to start having. I, I, you and I would look at it as awesome weeks, but to them, they're mediocre weeks. <laughs> If, if they're going to stay in the running here, uh, then you're at 47 bills. Of, you're at 48 bills of 47. I'm at 37 and a half all the way down to the ducks and the dudes at 25 and a half with 10 pitching points. Yeah. That's, ugh, that just, that's, that's horrible. Right. Yeah. That, I, I mean, you, you have, you know, we've talked about that pitching. Um, it's just so volatile. That he had a five point. The dudes had a five point five five ERA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 just it's just tough. You don't know what to do each week, and the fact that you can't make midweek moves, I mean, you're you're left at the mercy of you know what you decide on a, on a day like today. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll go to the overall standings, um, and then we're gonna then we're gonna kind of release our top three, bottom three, right? Yeah. All right. So the Lakers uh, at 73 lead the pack with the Bearcats at 72 and a half, uh, which they've fluctuated a little bit over the past seven days. The Bearcats were up by one and one and a half. And then the Lakers came back. Bearcats came back. And then they ended at 73 and 72 and a half. Bulls at 69 at third. Hawks at 65. Statman at 61 and a half. Again, Reb Alliance. Uh, his pitching is really picking up, and it's, they have 38 pitching points. It gives them 52. You're at 41. I'm at 40 and a half. But the Ducks at 38 and a half, and dudes at 37. And the auditors. Yeah, that's hold on. That's man. still pretty tight though between it top is. and bottom though. 36 points. That's not bad. I mean, there there have been years that there's been 60 point gaps between the two. Hey, real quick, you have eight offensive points. Yeah, it's bad. Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right, I, 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 it just dawned on me. I didn't, I didn't mean to call you out. It just. Well, that's that's okay. Single digits. Um, that that will be that will be okay. So, so just a really quick look in twenty twenty one, the Ducks had seven offensive points, um, which was the lowest since um, the Bulls had the perfect five in two thousand fifteen. Wow. Yeah, and they had they had sixteen total points that whole year. <laughs> he must have traded away everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's let's go with the predictions. We'll start with you. Who who are you going with top three in order? All right. So so two weeks ago, I was ready to release this, and and two weeks ago, my predictions was was going to be Bearcats followed by the Statmen followed by the Bulls, and um. Two weeks. Here's what I've changed. Uh, I, I still think the Bearcats are going to win. Um, they're just they're just like a wily veteran, right? Uh, Tom's team has he set himself up. Um, I don't know if you've looked, 
but he has so many more at-bats. He has like 300, 400 more at-bats than anybody else in the league this year. And I don't think he, he solidified um, his offense because he has, what, 40, 48 and a half batting points, which is almost perfection. And I think he's just going to be able to manage his team to the top. Um, in second, I supplanted the Statmen with the Lakers. Um, unfortunately for the Lakers, they always feel like they're the, the bridesmaid. Um, he's made up some ground in 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 solds. Um, Paul Seawald, a forty dollar pickup, has has uh, has really helped him. But I wonder if he thought I don't know forty dollars for Seawald. I don't know if if he could have done that cheaper to be able to fortify his team elsewhere. Um, but I, I think even though he's making a gallant run here, I think he's going to finish second. And then I say that the Bulls will stay on the horse to uh, to place in a three-way photo finish because I think the Hawks and the Statmen, um, because they've been there in the past, will challenge them. But I, I think the Bulls will finish third. Okay. All right. Um we have a little different. Um, yeah, take me through what you say. All right, so my top three, I think the Lakers, the Bearcats, and the Bulls will finish in the top three. I I did some – I didn't look at rosters, right? I, I didn't I, – so I don't know – yeah, I didn't look at rosters. I looked strictly at the standings and, and kind of predicted some movement or lack okay, of movement. Okay, let's hear it. All right. So on the offensive side – I don't see the Bearcats gaining any points other than maybe a half point in stolen bases. I, okay. I, I, I don't see where in a month he can make up that difference. Um, the Cats, stolen bases, he's tied for second with 137. Yes. So he can gain a half point. He's not going to pass yeah. the Lakers at 194. So the, nope. the the upside is gain a half point. The downside is lose a point and a half. The Sewer Hawks have 135 stolen bases. Now, again, I haven't looked at rosters, and that maybe the Hawks had a crazy week. I, I, I don't know. Um, but that like his, his only upside on the offensive side is a half a point stolen bases. There is, there is some downside to that. It, okay. It just takes one fluke week, and, and you lose a – one night and you lose a point and a half. So um, the Lakers, on the other hand, on the offensive side, I don't think he can gain anything. Maybe I'm looking at home runs, um, maybe a point over the Bulls, maybe. Because Bulls have 210, Lakers have 206. Maybe Vogelbaugh gets hot for a week. I, I don't know. But it, it, it's a stretch, but it's a it's a possibility. So, I I think that stolen bases is going to be a factor with Tom. Like if he loses that point and a half, that's it. That that's going to be tough to recover from. Um, on the pitching side, the Lakers really have no movement. I I don't see any movement. Maybe other than um, whip. Uh, the Bulls have a one two three six six. The Lakers have a one two four zero oh, six. Maybe uh, he can certainly. Maybe lose a point too, but I think his pitching is pretty solid, and I think he's been in that spot for most of the year. So, um, I I don't know if he can. I, so I I think it's probably a zero, like zero movement. 
um, where the Cats, I think, have a lot of movement on that side. They could gain a point in, K- in Ks, maybe in Solds. I, I don't know about that, but uh, wins and maybe whip. Um, but he could he's, – he's probably not going to lose any points there, but I think he could gain some. So I really think it, it, the stone base category is will be a big indicator of – of how this shakes out. And I, I think the Lakers have a pretty good team. I, I think they're going to hang on and I think they're going to win it. And I, I, don't, I don't think the other two have it. The other two, meaning the Hawks and the Statman have a chance at this point in the season, but to win. Yeah. To win. Yeah. 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 That, that's gotcha. what I mean, to win. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, they're my thoughts. And I, I think the Lakers will, I think the Lakers will hold on. Okay, so you have the Lakers first. Who do you have? Two, three. The Cats and the Bulls. They're Cats and the Bulls. Cats and the Bulls. Yep. Okay, so we all right. So we just differ on one, two, and then we both have the uh, the Bulls third. Mm-hmm. Um, just just to go back for a second, you were talking about the stolen base category with the Bearcats, Statman, and Sewerhawks, yeah. and this is where the Bearcats can gain a point. Um, just in the past week. Uh, the Bearcats had 11 saves, or excuse me, 11 stolen bases. Okay. Statman had seven, and the Sewerhawks had six. So just looking over the, the last week, he's gained four stolen bases on the Statman and five on the Hawks. Yeah, uh, and, and if he gets 11 stolen bases a week, he'll gain a half a point. Yeah, that, I mean, that, and, that's you know, and, and like you talked about, the pitching categories, it's what's going to be key for him. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, I don't know if I would bank on 11 stolen bases a week. Uh, not for me, because I only had one. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I don't know if that's something you count on. Yeah. But, again, it's, we, you know, we got full five weeks left. Um, just looking at the fab dollars left, I think, uh, let's see, uh, with those two teams, Bearcats have three dollars left, and the Lakers have four. So um, they need to choose wisely here at the end. Yeah, right. And the Statman, when you say Statman, have twenty-two. Yes. Yeah, and believe it or not, the Bulls have nineteen. They oh, must have okay. lost a lot because they're always active in Fab bit. So they must have lost a lot of of. of Fab players. Um, maybe he can comment on that. Text us and let us know okay. if he's losing out on bids. Yeah. All right. And then uh, for the bottom three, I'll go first. Uh, I got myself at eight. I got the uh, the dudes at nine, and I got the ducks at ten. Um, yes. Um, I had the exact three. Um, the only reason why I put you at eighth and me in seventh is because I just don't want to put my team there. I don't, I don't want to thought. It was just more wish casting than actual thoughts. Um, well, yeah, because I was going to say that uh, if my overpaid pitching actually performs, I could finish ahead of you pretty easily. And, and you know what happens at the end of the season, particularly with teams like ours, um, that that last week – you, you might not have anybody playing, and, and things can fall apart pretty quickly. So, yeah, I'm saying that I'm going to finish seventh, you're going to finish eighth, but that could easily be nine and ten or ten and nine, whatever way. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just going to go away and just come back in two weeks, and hopefully that my team's going to be any good. See, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, tell me how it turns out, right? I will. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I had noted 
was that the dude, the dudes, um, would they be the first team ever to go from first one season to last um, in the next season? And and I noticed looking through the, the historical pages, um, that's one thing CBS does really good is keep history. Um, is that the stat men um, went from first to, to la- uh, went from first to second to last in 2002 and 2003. Bearcats did it twice in 2006 and 2007 and 17 and 18. Uh, they went from first to second to last. Um, but there was only one team in history in the last in the modern age, if you will, since modern age being since we've done it online, that has gone from first to last. Um, in consecutive seasons. Do you know who that was? It was me. Yeah, it was you in 2009, 2010. Congratulations. There we go. Yeah, it's good to be known for something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, the reason why I put the dudes last, or excuse me, the, the ducks last, is uh, I think he just might be running out of uh, fab steam. Um, I think his last pick pickup was, was August 6th, so he might just be... Um, losing out on on, on, on bids, but um, I, I, you know if if he manages his his team down the end, he may avoid he may avoid something like that. I don't know. What do you what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, and some of it comes comes down to the the not so good teams in front of him. <laughs> so. So yeah, we, yeah, right. We, yeah, we, it's a race to last, right? It's what everybody else does, not what you do. It's how right. bad everybody else is. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. Um, well, well, I, you know, he, he needs to do something if he's going to avoid his uh, third last place finish since 2019. Yeah. Oh, brother. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, yeah, so I already did mine as well. So, yeah, we're good there. It, it, so I think I was right. We have five weeks. Full week in August and the yeah, some, something like yeah. that. It, it this is just this season has it started out bad and has just gotten worse and it's it's uh, it, it can't end soon enough, right? <laughs> um, you know, I talked to you pre-show about how I didn't even watch any of the Cardinals Phillies series this week and it, it was bad, wasn't it? Yeah, they torched them. <laughs> Yeah, that that's horrible. In fact, it's gotten so bad for me that I contacted MLB TV and asked them, it says, hey, if I cancel my subscription, what kind of refund will I get? And they said, uh, basically none. Terms and conditions are once you sign up for it, it's, it. it's yours and yours to keep for the rest of the year, no matter how bad your team is. Because I, I guess that's something that probably happens during the year, right? So it's, it's not like a a Netflix subscription where if you cancel, you just pay for it till the end of the month or something like that. Right? No. Yeah. It's a, it's an annual thing. Yeah. So you, you know how I'm going to get back at MLB TV now is since they won't let me cancel the last five weeks of the season, You're gonna... I won't renew my subscription until at least five weeks into next season. Yeah. Maybe I'll do, we'll, and... we'll collude. I'll do it too. Okay. All right. And, and, and here's the thing. If the Cardinals get off to a crappy start next year, I could go the whole year. You don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there. Uh, thank you for letting me vent there. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, and just another note on that series. If the Phillies get good starting pitching, which I don't trust Nola, and I 
don't trust uh, um, the other lefty right now. Texas name Suarez. Uh, mm-hmm. They 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 can be pretty tough to beat when they because they can smash the baseball every once in a while. So anyway, so so here's my prediction: uh, the Cardinals will 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 go all in on Aaron Nola, and he will have arm surgery some point next year <laughs> as a Cardinal. So you'll have Nola and Matt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't forget Michaelis too. Are right, you signed to a long term? Uh, he signed for the next two years. Yeah, he's he's performed really well too, right? He's, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Hey, and just a note, uh, that Phillies Cardinals series, uh, it was seven to two, twelve to one, and three three to nothing. The seven mm-hmm. to, seven to two game uh, was two hours and eighteen minutes. Nice. Again, if you're watching on TV, uh, it's beautiful. If you go down to the stadium, I would imagine it's. Like you don't even have time for, for two beers, do you? Yeah, you got to be mindful of that. With the yeah. <laughs> so our, our resident expert, uh, the Statman, have been to a number of major league games. Would love to know his uh, his thoughts on how quick these games are. Yeah, I can tell you that the the four games I've seen this year. Uh, oh right. Yeah, they they've been pretty. They move along. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They All right, and and I along. I think the uh, I think the Bulls go to a fair number of games. Yeah, so I think they have a some, Sunday. Yeah, they have a Sunday thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll keep an eye on your your um, your uh, stance against uh, MLB TV. <laughs> yeah, useless stance. Let's see if they you know. It, it reminds me of the the quote from what was it? Uh, Animal House. Some stupid act has to be done by somebody, and we're just the people to do it. <laughs> We'll see if the AP picks it up. After <laughs> there you go. Hey, um, I, I wanted to ask you in in our next segment called "Ask the Chief," where I ask you uh, just very uh, bizarre questions. Um, last week you had started this whole chat GPT thing, and you 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 had prefaced uh, that conversation by saying that it was part of the conversation where you teach. Um, and just give us the background of how that was. First of all, where where do you teach? What do you teach? And was anything resolved about uh, Chat GPT? All right, so I teach at Wilmington University, which um, is right in Delaware. Um, I teach sociology courses because that's what my degrees are in. Okay. So it came up when we have these faculty meetings online. We do it once a quarter, uh, and our our department head brought up this Chat GPT. Uh, there were a few people that were aware of it. There was one or two people that were intimately aware of it, and then there was the rest of us like, "Yeah, I, I've seen that. I don't know what it is." So um, we had a little lesson on this it, artificial intelligence, and this is one of the platforms, Chat GPT. That Correct. is the AI. There, there are other mm-hmm. ones. Yep. So uh, the person given the training was typing in um, just random various uh, keyword phrases or even complete sentences. And it was spitting out information based on those questions or keyword phrases. And that people were concerned about the the administration and the 
the department heads were concerned about, we need to be aware of this and to understand that um, students could actually write their paper based off of the responses they get from this AI platform. And it's always been a concern. So we have uh, what they call Turnitin. So when students submits a paper, it's got to go through this Turnitin. And Turnitin... What's it called? Turn it in. Turn it in. Got it. Turn turn it in. So it's a it's a uh, a program that scans the paper and searches a database of the school or any other database that's connected to. So like Wilmington, um, any other university, and it scans. It matches it up against um, a database of. Uh, research articles that are actually in the database and it'll pull up a percentage of 25% all the way up to 100% if the Turnitin program sees exact wording and phrasing. So sometimes really sweet. Sometimes it would be a little high like 45% because the student will use quotes. So the student's not hiding anything. It, the student's Correct. saying, hey, I'm quoting. Um, and then but with this chat GPT is even a even a turn it in on steroids where you could go out and pull information. The turn it in the students can't use to pull information. It's a it's it's the administration that can determine if something's being plagiarized. But with so, this wait, chat GPT, so what is what is the in. threshold for this percentage? Well Is what, there a threshold or or do you like dismiss it? Does it give you hey, this is the, the forty five percent is direct quotes, but you know it's cited in the paper, so therefore it's excluded. Right. So some of it is face validity, like seventy-two percent. Like all right, and and that's a problem. And when I assign papers, I don't I don't allow them to use quotes. It's like tell me you got to paraphrase everything in sight. So there's no quotes, and I, the reason behind it is I know that you're capable of reading something and typing it. Like you, you've already mastered that skill. So <laughs> paraphrase something and cite the author. So anytime I see anything over 15, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, we, we have a problem. Yeah. So, so let, let me take you through a scenario here. What would happen if uh, somebody just cited chat GPT for a hundred percent of their paper? That's a zero. <laughs> so the APA has come up with a way to cite chat GPT in the past three months. So there's a way to cite it now because nice. remember what I asked you, like, well, who, whose property is that, that joke? Yeah. You don't, it's no one's property or it's everyone's property. I don't, I don't know how you determine it. Uh, well, trademarks pending on that. For okay. me. <laughs> so there's intellectual property issues too. And I'm sure that'll come up at some point, you know, somebody will write a book based on questions like that that they won't have to do any thinking at all they can write they can you you can write a cold open joke for podcast book right now and not think oh right (laughs) Right? yeah because you can just put different variables in it cold open joke that involves kids cold open joke that involves parents sex yeah baseball what i mean whatever you just keep changing the the adjective and boom there you go (laughs) You got a whole book. 
And well, you, you don't have to. It, isn't this really part of the screenwriters? Um, that whole strike that's going on now for what? It's fourth or fifth month or something like that. That uh, writers are afraid that at some point they're going to be replaced by by AI. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't really follow Hollywood, so um, that's interesting. Well, they 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 have an argument then. They absolutely yeah. have an argument. Yeah. So, um, and, and the other side is too, and, you know, you know, after one or two papers, you know the level of skill that a student has. And I've had, okay. I've had students where they've had a C minuses. Grammar's horrible. There's no structure in the, in the paper. And then their final paper is like, holy shit. I think you could publish are, this. And, are you a pretty good writer? Uh, I'm I'm better than I than I was. A lot of writing, I got better the more I read. Okay, you know, really, I mean, I I would think I I would think that you you would learn to structure sentences. Uh, I don't know, you would use be able to use words a little bit better. But I I read a lot, but still can't write. I don't know if I ever will be able to. Well, I've learned to be more concise too in my writing. Okay, and that and that's a big thing that. Um, I think younger students, because in social psych writing, it's it's not a novel, like you know, it's it's not five hundred words and flowery adjectives and describing a picture of something. It like it's not that. It's just basic. It's fact based writing. I, I would think younger writers would have a harder time writing uh, flowery prose instead of being concise because of. Just how they communicate Texting. now with text yeah. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but they're required to take English 101 first, and that's where they, they get all jacked up. <laughs> right? Describe oh the smell. Don't You can't describe smell, right? <laughs> so describe the colors. Yeah. yeah. What does so, a banana taste like? Yeah, I got right? you. Yeah. So I, I think it's interesting, and I, I typed in um, this week, I typed in, most effective strategy for fantasy baseball, hockey, sport, uh, football. I typed it all in, and it and it, it spit out some general structure like you would to write a book. Yeah. So okay. Um, and then you can drill down. You can take that and you know narrow it down. Think of it as a funnel. So you 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 typed in something you know vague. And then you keep narrowing it down, and you can probably get a pretty specific answer. Pretty soon, we at at the draft table, we won't even have to do anything, right? We'll just have uh, set up a whole set, uh, set of criteria, and based upon that, let uh, AI draft for us. Well, right now, none of these. Well, the ChatGPT doesn't have anything past twenty twenty one. Yeah, but it's it, it's growing exponentially. It is growing. Yes. Yeah. Maybe by next March, you could just type in all the players that were picked, and then say who's the, who's the best player at this point. Yeah, you can probably build something from there. Yeah, you won't have to do any thinking at all. Maybe that would help. Use my use my team as a baseline, saying here's what not to do based <laughs> upon 2023. <laughs> oh boy, let's let's press on. Do we have any text talk? Yeah, we had the uh, JT Real Muto. Slight bashing. 
about that. Yeah, first of all, what's going on with him? I don't know. I, I, is, he, I, is he having a bad year? I, I mean, he's getting a little older. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at his numbers here. Uh, if anybody cares about batting average, 251, 15 homers, 50 RBIs, 55 runs, 12 stolen bases. Eh, you know, for a catcher, that's not bad. Yeah, what, what's his, what, how many games has he played? Uh, 111, 765 OPS. Okay, what's the problem? Maybe he's having a bad night. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and 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 really with him, you want to look at, um, is he throwing out runners? Is yeah, it- I, I, th- I think the text was probably more that he was having just a, a bad night. A really bad night. So what was said? Uh, yeah, so uh, Hawks right. Uh, he looks like uh, bottom half flailing away at Bill's curveball, which was exactly right on. <laughs> for you, for you, mate. Maybe they were referring to you. They weren't referring to me. Well, it says bottom half. Well, why not you? You struck out a couple times. Uh, once against Bill, and that was offset by the two home runs against him. So okay. I think people overlooked that. This is my season. This is this is the only thing I look forward to all season. You can't take this away from me. Okay, I'm not trying <laughs> to take anybody away from anybody. <laughs> I want you, I want I'm every, angry. I want everyone to be happy and just leave me alone. That's that's my motto. As long as you're happy, just leave me alone. Um, all right, let's get into some baseball news. Wanda Franco, what the hell? What the, what the hell, dude? That's I, I, I didn't realize what was going on until I heard something on a podcast, so I had to look it up, and, yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, he he's done. Yeah, he's um, like from, is, from is, his is, standpoint. He's not coming back anytime soon. No, I mean this is this is gonna this is this could be worse than the whole. Uh, gosh, who was the uh, the Reds pitcher that uh, went to the Dodgers? Now playing in Japan. Oh gosh, Tra- I've already forgotten his name. Trevor Bauer. Yeah, this this is worse than that. Oh yeah, because it's minors. Yeah. Yeah. And he he, he th- that's just like his girlfriend. Like, what are you thinking, dude? Yeah, all right. So uh, the Rays need a backup plan here, um, and they're not. They haven't played well in the second half, and yeah, they, 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 this is bad. Uh, next topic. Do you know what? Do you know what kind of year he was having? I don't. All right, because I'm gonna I'm gonna look at. I don't have him on 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 any of my teams. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can find his stats cause he's, he's, uh, you know, on administrative leave right now. He was hitting 281, 17 homers, 58 RBI, 65 runs and 30 stolen bases. And an 819 as a, OPS. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As a 22 year old. Not too bad, huh? Not no, too shabby. Maybe they can get Willie Adames back. Mm. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh, this was pre-injury uh, for Otani. So ESPN projected Otani's free agent contract at 12 years, $789 million, with an average annual value of $65.8 million. Pre-injury. Okay. Did, did, that seem, so, so, did that seem normal? That seemed like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we uh, if we go back, if either one of us had enough uh, – uh, energy 
to look at listen to our last podcast last couple podcasts that's that's right in the range that that we were talking in terms of AAV I I when you sent this to me um I texted you back it sounds right to me except yeah. the years sound really long 12 years sounds really long but the AAV sounds pre-injury sounds spot on I agree yep um now with the same injury as basically Harper has had right where he can swing he just can't throw the ball anymore um there's two questions I have for you one is, if you're Otani, do you shut yourself down and get the surgery right now? Oh, boy, that's a tough one, right? I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say yes, but what that does to your free agency is that really limits you because if you shut yourself down now, you might be back. Uh, Harper-esque, right, by middle of next season? Well, but you're not going to be throwing again until 25 Well, ho- as a pitcher. Hold on. Harper had his surgery at in, like, November. And he was back by May. Yeah. All right. Not so too- so you're, you're, are you suggesting that Otani might be ready for the start of the season if he gets the same surgery? I mean – the start of the, the season. The, the recovery, the recovery by Harper was uh, Herculean, Superman-ish, wasn't it? It was, but it's possible. Yeah. Okay. And he's he's a little younger, or is he the same age? He actually may be the same age. No, I guess he's younger. Otani's younger, but what, he's back in the lineup, hitting the ball. Uh, right now, he's not going to get the surgery till October, so I guess maybe you're back in the lineup in May. All right. Maybe it's not it. If I were him, I'd shut myself down and get the surgery. Okay, but but let me ask you something. If if you do that, then what kind of contract are you looking at? Well, that was going to be my second question to you. I I I, I said trout money. Um, four hundred million. What, what is that? Four hundred million. Okay. Um, how about this? Um, if you feel like you want to bet on yourself. Do you sign maybe a one-year contract or a three-year contract or two-year contract or some shorter contract or a longer contract with an opt-out, knowing that you're going to be healthy somewhere down the road for pitching, but not probably not until 25. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if – I don't know who's doing that. Like I guess one, uh, there's there's I guess there's teams out there that would do that. Sure. If, I mean, if you signed him to a one year, thirty five million dollar contract, you probably get that money back in terms of um, a, attendance, jersey sales, um, just um, potential playoff money, that type of thing. Do you think if there's one player that would be worth it? Yeah, um, but again, he's not coming back. You're not getting a full season, Adam. I, I mean, well, he doesn't get. As the you were sur- suggesting that if he's ready by, by April first, you have a full season of, of offensive uh, statistics. Well, if he gets a surgery now, yeah, yeah. If he got the surgery now, yes. If he's ready by spring training, where he can run, swing a little bit, you know, 
where he, you know he the cast is off and he's got full mobility and he just can't throw yet. Yeah, but if he waits till October, November, I don't know. Yeah, there's no reason. Uh, if if I'm him, listen, you, you've given pretty much everything you could give yeah. to that horrid organization. Right. You, you know, be a little be a little selfish here and take care of yourself. Yeah. Maybe this was the time for the Angels to say, hey, get the surgery now. We'll give you 40 year. We'll give you a, a $40 million contract for one year. You can back and hit. A one year? Okay. Yeah. All right. But go get the surgery huh. now. That's that's an interesting proposition, right? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. It kind of fits, fits a couple yeah. different categories. Okay. So it gives him Checks a lot a of money. Boxes. Yeah. And, and that's generational wealth money, $40 million. Like, you know, that's not like. You know, we'll, we'll see how you do. We'll pay you on performance. I mean, that's a lot of money. Right. All right. Um, so the other question, I, I kind of dug in. I found this thing on fan graphs. I was really just Googling, so I'm not sure. Uh, somewhat reliable. I was looking at teams initially that could handle the $65 million a year payroll, right, if, okay. if he didn't get hurt. And, um, sure. And I don't think every team is on the table for Otani. I, I don't think no. the – yeah, there's some cultural differences that he needs that I'm sure he's taking into uh, play. And, and I, I think the West Coast teams are probably the biggest draw. I don't think New York is. I, I don't think so. So um, the Dodgers have $84 million in the 2024 commitments. Wow, that's remarkable. Uh, when when you put that on the show notes, I thought that was remarkably low, right? It is, yeah. And the Giants have $117 million in 2024 commitments. It's because hmm. they have 35 outfitters to make minimum wage. <laughs> and I have most of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think, though I don't think that right field is conducive to Otani nor is center field. I don't know if I would. If I were him, I'd go. I didn't look at the Mariners, which I, I can't believe they have that big of a payroll that they could probably handle him. But the one that stuck out to me, and I don't think he'd ever go and because the ownership is horrible, but if he had a really good owner, I would be flying out weekly if I were the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles' <clears throat> approximate payroll is $65 million, and they're the best team in the American League. And I would be flying out. Every day saying, here you go. We'll give you the $789 million for 12 years. And I think that that would put them way over the top to win. To You know, it's hard to win the World Series. But to you're going to be the best team in the American League for a long time until all those young guys hit past arbitration. Um. I, I would agree with you that if they had a good ownership group, because they have a good uh, baseball organization right now, right? Made a lot of good choices, but their ownership group yeah, right. is, is, is not going to allow them to do this. And, and, and you're right, their, their window, they have, what, a three-year window before arbitration sets in, and they just do the whole sell-off again. It's and, and, Until they get a new ownership group, um, yeah, if you're an Orioles fan, you got you got three years. And the, the clock starts now. Yeah, and did. and and did you see that uh, their closer is it uh, Felix Bautista just yeah, got hurt? Might be out for the season. I saw that's a shame. I know. Yeah, and you can't deal. He is close to a 
46 percent strikeout rate. I know, and he's a big dude, man. Like he's yeah. man, yeah. Um, and then the other team I saw, and I don't think it would happen, uh, but the Reds have seven. 17 million in 2024 commitments and 33% of their players are in arbitration right now. So they, they have a lot of young guys that can keep costs low and they have the money for them. But I, I don't think he'd go to Cincinnati. I just don't, I just, I just uh, don't think he would. You, you know what? The Cincinnati Reds are just the National League's version of the Orioles. It's that same type of ownership group, um, just really bad. Um, baseball organizations seem to have done really well with some of their trades, but yeah, uh, for all the reasons you stated, I it, it's nice for those fans to be able to think about it, but you know, think about it and then you know, press on. <laughs> yeah, they 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 definitely have the have the money. Uh, I I didn't look at Seattle. I think Seattle's another team that would probably be in the running. Yeah, um, based upon the site uh, on Fangraphs, that they have one hundred and seven million dollars committed to. To next year, and and by the way, if I can just detour for a second, have you seen what the Mariners have done in the last three weeks? Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't look at them two weeks ago. <laughs> now, Oof, now I should be man. looking at them. Yeah. Well, but but in fairness, in fairness, I think last week or the week before um, last podcast, we said that everybody was talking about the AL East, and and I think we had said that three teams might come out of the AL West. For the playoffs, and I think that's coming to fruition. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and and yeah, that's what that, that's what I said. Who won the the trade deadline? The AL West. And yeah, that, they yeah. Go. See that? So our our genius, while it doesn't uh, while while it doesn't um, move into the the realm of fantasy baseball league, it does for <laughs> real baseball. So if there's any any major league organizations that are listening to this, you might want to tap into our uh, intellectual knowledge. <laughs> right. So, it, I couldn't even get that out without laughing. <laughs> are you sure you, you weren't reading it off a of chat GPT? Uh, maybe I'm not <laughs> sure they're your actual thoughts anymore. Um, <laughs> so, you know, in the end, I think the Dodgers are going to sign him for one to two year deal. Or a long. The Dodgers will come up. They'll come up with something creative. Yeah, or opt out thing, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's where I think will be. So Sam, kind of hang on. We're gonna have to talk about what to do with this guy. Well, maybe we have a one year reprieve. Actually, maybe this injury helped us. Yeah. Because now, as a league, we we get we have another year to figure it out how we're gonna deal with him. All right. Uh, we do have a twib note this week, brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. All right. This is the first of my few uh, Lancaster Barnstormer Thursday night. Uh, craft beer specials. Okay. They're all local. Uh, so the first one is called Robot Factory. It's it's from Animated Brewing Company in Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Wow. Never heard of them. Good. Good for them. It's a New England hazy. It's a nice ballpark beer at 5%. Uh, beer Advocate, I couldn't find any data on it. I, Rooster Towns, I put it at a 90 Okay. I thought it was excellent. It's very smooth. Uh, it's got a light color to it. Um, I, 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 I thought it was fabulous. I, I, I think it's a great beer, and, and I don't know why Beer Advocate doesn't have any data. I guess it's it's a local place from Coatesville. 
people haven't been putting it in. But if you ever have a chance, I think they have a restaurant in Coatesville. Um, not there's no reason to go to Coatesville, but if you did, uh, this would be <laughs> this would be your one and only stop, and then get out. Okay, and <laughs> then get out. <laughs> yeah. So again, these are my barnstormer beers. Uh, I have season tickets for Thursday night home games. It's essentially every other week, and their specials uh, rotate through, and they're three dollars a piece when I go. Well, I, first of all, I, I love the idea that they're using local beers and not just relying upon the stupid um, Bud or Miller beers or Coors or something like that. Yangling, you know, get something different in there and let people's taste buds take over and. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they're doing that. Do they rotate those kind of taps there? Um, are we going to be able to see or listen to different uh, uh, beer analysis in the future? Yeah, yeah. I have about five queued up. Okay, good. Yeah. And then good. Have, I have another game this Thursday. So I oh, got, so I, so get 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 this, get this. If I can jump in on your your, your beer advocate, um, I'm looking forward. There's remember I told you that I'm going to go to Kona Brewing in in Kona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the one place I really want to go to, there's a brewery called Ola, O-L-A, Brewing in, in, in Kona. And they have a beer that I can't wait to try. It's a Lily Koi Lime Milkshake IPA. Now, tell me that doesn't sound delicious. Say it again. It's a Lily Koi Lime Milkshake IPA. That's a lot of activity going on. A, Say what? It's, I can, it, it's a lot of activity. A milkshake. I don't know if I've ever had a milkshake type beer. Well, a, a milkshake, um, and Rick, correct us. It, it's it's really uh, like a a New England. Okay. Um, right. I, I, IPA. It's 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 like a it's like a hazy, right? Because I think they add the they call it a milk uh, a milkshake because they add the lactose to it to make it a little bit sweeter and give it that uh, gives that hazy appearance. Okay. Understood. So it's just the name that people use. Got it. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, and they also have some. They also have some hard juices and hard seltzers that really look interesting. So, you know, stay tuned in two weeks. All right. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, no podcast corrections. What are you walking off with this morning? Um. All right. Couple things. Um. Number one, um, still looking for volunteers to schedule slash host the Bush League Championship Party. So any suggestions or any volunteers um, are, are, are all welcome. But the season is coming to a close. Not fast enough, but it is coming to a close. Um, number two is happy birthday to you because you have a birthday in two days, right? On the 30th of August? That is right. And it's your anniversary. Great. It is. It is. How how old are you going to be? I'll be fifty seven. Fifty seven. Physical. How about how about um, mental years old? I'm just hitting puberty. <laughs> nice. So happy birthday to you there. And then lastly, on a little bit more somber note, um, last week we talked about the the or last podcast we talked about the fires in yeah. in Maui and more specifically Lahaina and a couple people. Um, have reached out to me um, and, and asked me, do I know anybody there? Um, we've actually contributed 
to a family that my daughter knows that, that lost everything. Oh, and man. if anybody is interested in a, a direct donation, like a Venmo donation to somebody, um, just contact it, contact me privately. Um, and I can send you the, the, the name and some information on that, that individual. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. yeah. All right. How about you? What are you walking off with? Hopefully something a little bit more upbeat. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was scrolling through X, which is the stupidest name change I've ever it It's got to be the stupidest name change ever from Twitter to X. So I was looking at some or, X. X's. Or Space X, right? Is that what it's called? Well, no, but it's the same. It's owned by the same person. Oh, which I don't care about that. But th- like this is worse than New Coke, this name change. But anyway, um, so anyway, I was looking through this tweet and it was comparing Mookie Betts and Barry Bonds through the first 1,230 games in their careers. And the tweet was leaning towards Betts as the better player. He had more hits, more homers, more RBIs, more runs. So you think, oh, man, maybe Betts was, is better than Bonds in his first, you know, in his Pits, the Pittsburgh Bonds. His first 1,230 games, Bonds was 86 through 94, which is basically all his pirate years plus a year and a half. 94 is a strike, right? Year and a half with the Giants. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I thought it was interesting, and I got on baseball reference, and I I thought, yeah, all right, let me look. Let me look a little deeper. It's not even close. He, he is not better than Bonds in his first 1,200 games. Bonds has a way higher slugging percentage, OPS, OPS plus, way more stolen bases than, than Betts had, has at 1,230 games. Uh, the, the home runs, the RBIs, uh, a little bit, uh, definitely. Have, Betts has more homers, but uh, RBIs, runs, and and hits are, it's it's it, it's pretty close. Um, I, I I just don't see where this person was coming from, leading you to trying to lead you to believe that Betts was was better than uh, Bonds in the first first part of his career. It's it's not close, Jamie. Bonds is still the best player I've ever in our generation. Whether you look at steroids or not. It's not close. Yeah, it might be a, a, a bit of wish casting by that individual. I mean, certainly nobody would disagree that Betts is the better human. <laughs> but I, I would find it hard to believe that he would be the better player, no matter how, how you look at it, right? Yeah. It's, Pre-steroids, it's, post-steroids, just, just basic talent, yeah. 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 Uh, now, Victor Conte is out of jail. He has a new business. So let's see if Betts runs into him. And <laughs> Wait, what's the new business? I don't know. It's some fitness thing. Yeah. So, uh, but he is back, and he he is back. So maybe Betts runs into Victor at some point, either in uh, Arlington, Texas, or Oakland, and um, and, and we'll, we'll see what happens with Betts regular, the rest of his career. Maybe Betts will be on so many steroids he can average a six hundred at bowling. Like he knocks the pins <laughs> next to him down too. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! What else you got? Uh, that 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 that's it. That, that's all I got. Um, when when are we on next? We are on uh oh Monday September eleventh. All right, all right, everybody. Yeah. yeah, everybody, take care. Listen to the podcast. Let us know. Uh, keep me informed what's happening in baseball. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll do my best. I don't. All right. I don't. I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> when, when, when are you leaving? Uh, Thursday. All right. And when are you back? Uh, the 9th. Saturday the 9th. Okay. All right. So you should be all rested up, jet lagged, cleared up by Monday morning. Oof. It's going to be. Oh, right. That's going to be so bad. That'll be like. Uh, so if we have the podcast uh, starting at 9, that'll be like 3 in the morning, uh, Hawaii time. That'll be perfect. Okay. It can't be any more disjointed than I already am. Just use AI to speak, like set it up yeah. a voice response so it just kicks out whatever it responds to my comments. All right, uh, uh, good luck to these uh, these guys that are actually in the in the hunt. Um, yeah, I, we're rooting for somebody. I don't I don't know who. We're just rooting for the season to end. But that's it. But uh, and also give hey start thinking about a championship party. Because you're right, one week turns into five weeks pretty quickly. Yeah, it does. All right, buddy. All right, Chief. Enjoy your trip. All right, Alo- aloha.